Hello, Rick Comeric, Certified Financial Planner, and today I'm bringing you an article that I just loaded to my blog titled Money Talk. You've heard it said, and we've all heard it said, that you never want to discuss religion and politics, right? And it's easy to understand why. Some people have very strong opinions, and it's easy to get swept up into an emotional argument. Interestingly enough, though, politics and religion aren't considered the most difficult subjects to talk about anymore, according to a 2014 study by Wells Fargo. Notably, the study found that personal finance at 44% ranked ahead of both politics and religion. In case you were curious, death came in at 38%, taxes at 21, and personal health at 20. Not surprisingly, the study showed that 71% of adults learned the importance of savings from their parents, yet barely more than one-third of today's parents report discussing the importance of savings money with their children. Also, it's sad to say that about a third have a hard time discussing money with their spouse or partner, and 25% of the time, it ends up in a heated discussion. But it doesn't have to be that way, and that's why I put together an outline that you can use as a guide to navigate these conversations. The first is money talk with your spouse. When discussing financial matters with your spouse, it's important that you find shared ground. Otherwise, you'll be working towards different goals, and risk of failure or frustration would be very high. In a roundabout way, let me provide an example. I know a couple that's been married almost 10 years. Each year, they come up with a word or area of focus. In their first year, they came up with two goals, fun and debt reduction. Dave said their first year of marriage was a blast. He and his wife created lasting memories, never turned down invitations with friends, and uh, they had a great time. And on the money front, they accomplished that too. They squashed over 20,000 in debt. Way to go, Dave. As their life together has progressed, goals have changed. Today, they have two young kids and they continue to keep up the lines of communication. What might be the best way to talk about money with your spouse? Go on a date, a money date. Get out of the house, get away from the distractions, leave the kids with a babysitter. Here's where you'll discuss your goals, craft a plan, nothing's off limits. You may discuss retirement savings, large purchases, debt reduction, a down payment on a new home, or bolstering your savings. Uh, you know, just take it one step at a time. Retirement savings may be the first topic or a big topic, but if you have credit card debt, you know, that might be the first challenge you want to go ahead and take care of. Just come up with realistic goals together and check in on a regular basis. That's key. Talking with aging parents. Many parents rarely discuss their finances with their children. Their parents didn't share with details with them and they don't feel oblo uh, obligated to break with that family tradition. Survey bears this out as well. According to Go Banking Rates, 73% of Americans haven't had this discussion with mom or dad. The survey found that respondents aged 45 to 54 were the most likely to say that they haven't broached the subject because they're not comfortable doing so. And that's understandable. Besides, most don't know how to begin the conversation. So here are some ways to get started. Number one, express genuine concern. You care about what's going on with your folks and that goes beyond the financial situation. So just add the money matters into the discussion and start talking about it that way. Um, they might not respond to your initial uh, invitation, but uh, maybe over time they'll think about it and, and follow up with you. Number two and my favorite is just blame it on me. Just say my advantage, advisor made me do it. That's one of my favorite ways. Uh, trust me, I can handle it. You could just blame me and that's a good way to do it. Number three, elder fraud may be on their minds. Not comfortable jumping in. Scams that target elderly have exploded. None of us want our parents to become victims um, and uh, there's little that we can do when, when you're damaged in that way. However, uh, you know, this is an increasing concern, um, not only for the elderly, but across the board. So definitely you can talk about fraud and, and scams and things of that nature. 
Um, give an example. If you believe the situation is appropriate, you may talk about a friend or acquaintance whose lack of planning negatively impacted the family, or talk about how some good planning positively impacted a family that you know about. Discuss your own circumstances, open up to mom or dad about your retirement planning, 401k decisions, debt payoff or students loans, and uh, you know that might draw them into the conversation as well. Number six, focus on estate planning. Uh, and the key here is on their priorities. You know, it's not about who gets what, uh, but about making sure that things are accomplished the way they want it to happen. Seven, make things easier. Have you thought about helping your parents with a budget, paying the bills, online banking, or helping with credit? Uh, simply getting your parents to tidy up loose ends can pay huge dividends for them. Remember, I'm here to assist. Meeting in a neutral territory such as my office can help. And uh, you know, some people like to do that, uh, whether it be spouses or uh, you know, with parents or, or children. And that way, you know, it has that third party uh, who can kind of help guide the conversation as well. If you need, have any questions about this, feel free to reach out to me anytime.